Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Career Cruise. If you don't know what Career Cruise is or if this is your first time hearing about it, Career Cruise is a podcast where I talk about underrated jobs or jobs with broad definitions and I interview professionals in those careers so you could learn more about them as well as I can. Last week you heard the first half of my interview with Dr. Rihanna about technology apprenticeships and then this week you're going to hear the second half. Make sure you guys stick to the end so you can hear more information, but right now we're going to pick up right where we left off last week and hear more from Dr. Rihanna. I also know that Students are also confused about the difference between an apprenticeship and an internship. So can you break that down, please? Okay. So very, very simply put, an internship would tend to be geared towards very specific learning competencies, for one thing. Uh, And in some cases, in many cases, actually, internships are not paid. You know, we are now just uh, moving towards people where people understand that you need to pay the intern, especially if it's a six-month internship, okay? Whereas apprenticeships have been in place for quite a long time, you know, globally in the UK, in Canada, you know, even here in the US, they've had lots of internship fields. So your construction, marine, things like welding, automotive, It's where you learn hands-on to do what we call a craft area, you know, to actually do something that requires very, very specific skills. And so they're very similar in the sense that they're skill-based, okay? You're learning how to do the skills, but depending on how the particular program is set up, that's where the variations come in. So again, your internship could be a six-month internship. Whereas if you have an apprenticeship, and in our case, a registered apprenticeship, it spans for one year and you have very specific requirements, very specific number of study hours on the job training. We call it related technical instruction. And then that OJT, which is the on the job training up to that 2000 hours, even a little bit more. And they're paid, you know, we're keeping track of the timesheet. Um, and they're getting paid in the particular job. In many instances, and this is a similarity between an internship and an apprenticeship, depending on your work and the way you perform and the way you interact on the job, you might find that that particular employer wants to actually hire you into a full-time position. And of course, guess what? That's a huge benefit, especially in a marketplace where there's strong competition. In technology, there is competition, you know, in some of those fields that people just draw themselves into, you know, high school, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be, you know, whatever it is, you want to have some of the hard skills. And you also want to build a good bench of soft skills. How do you problem solve? How do you communicate? How do you respond to an email? How do you manage your time? You know, some of those very critical areas. And so we try to integrate that into the apprenticeship programs as well. Okay. And I know that you said that you specifically do this for Broad College, but is it a class? Is it just something you show up to once a week? And I know you said that you have to be driven and be able to do some stuff on your own. So how will that work? Okay, so this program is designed for self-study. So it's independent online self-study, which means in this case, 
you know, in this case, our students log into an online learning platform, they have a textbook, they have an ebook, and they have a lot of lessons. So the class that they're in right now, for example, it's the CompTIA A plus class, and you have 18 modules, they have either 17 or 18 modules that they need to complete. And so for everything that they're reading about, they have videos that they go through, they have exercises and activities that they need to complete, and they also have a tutor that they meet with on weekends that would help answer questions, give them tips towards preparing well for the exam. And then in our case, I'm, I'm, I've added two additional things, which I call value added. I am adding a test certification preparation so that they have an on-site instructor with them for anyone who has who feels like they need the additional help. So they're going to probably have about 30 hours of live instruction in a classroom to help with the certification prep. And then what yeah. we're also going to build in some job shadowing. And I'm working with some local companies, the college IT team to try to build in the job shadowing. So they see the job being done and they can ask questions. They can get expert information from the people who do these jobs every day. And that's to help enrich the learning that they're doing so that they can do a good job of it, of it once they decide to move so, up. So they're definitely having a lot of sources, a lot of help just in case, even Absolutely. though it's a self-study. Absolutely. Okay. And you know, one important thing that I would say to any student is think about how you learn best. Always think about how do I learn best? Do I have to try doing something with my hands? Do I have to read about it? Do I have to listen to it? And there are online profilers that would say to you, what is your learning style? Once you know what your learning style is, it increases your ability to actually learn, no matter what it is you're learning, you know, whether you love it or it's difficult, if you know your learning style, it helps you a whole lot, just as a sidebar. And I know for Broad College, I actually have a quiz. Like, I think it's called the focus quiz, which also tells you what type of learner you are. So if anyone listening, you could take that quiz. That's um, an absolute so, Yeah. So what exactly is your job here? Okay. So my current position is the senior director of what we call the Pathways to Career Opportunities Grant. And so I work with a team. I currently have two uh, success coaches. And so what we do, we've obviously built everything that the program needed. We purchased all the materials that our students needed. We did what we call our information sessions. And that's where we do intake with students in different batches. And we brought them into the program to say, okay, so now we're going to drill down for you exactly what you're getting into this program and what's in it for you. Okay. Yeah. And so myself and my team, we're here to fully support students, no matter what they need. We check in with the students now that they are enrolled and make sure that everyone is moving forward. So I'll give you an example. We had our students do the Florida soft skills training. And so I had meetings with them. I coached them through some of the difficult areas. They all completed that piece of the training towards the pre-apprenticeship. And then they did some career exploration. We did things like resume writing, some interview skills, and we still need to go back and, you know, fine tune some of those areas. Yeah. And in the next phase, they're now working on this A plus training. And so I'm keeping in touch with them. Their success coaches are keeping in touch. And myself being the director, I make sure that I'm interacting 
up within the college to say, okay, here are the things that we're achieving. Can you help me add anything additional, new resources, connections within the college? Because at the college, we have probably five, six, or eight, up to at least eight or 10 even, additional programs that would bring in students from the community, you know, high school graduates to offer them the opportunity to go through, you know, whether it's a short-term program, long-term, so that they can have an opportunity to provide for themselves, uh, just to start building that valuable career and making a difference. Yeah. Okay. So I know you said enroll. So for this specifically for your program, people would need to enroll in Broward College. Okay, so my students come from the community. If you're seeking yeah. an actual degree, you would go through the college admissions department. And so at our three campuses, the three main campuses, that is, you have the admissions team, you would go there and become enrolled if you want a degree from Broward College. Okay, yes. if you're wanting to come into the pre-apprenticeship program, then you would meet with my team and we would do our own intake separately from the college. So how can we reach you? How can people contact you? How can they know more information? We also have an email address. It's apprenticeship at broward.edu. I'll say that again, apprenticeship at broward.edu. Uh, otherwise, they can just go to our website and Google the word apprenticeship on the Broward College website. It brings up our web page and there is a contact form. Complete that contact form. It comes to myself and the team and then we will reach out to you. And specifically, since uh, you're graduating towards May, you know, that's about when we anticipate bringing in our next cohort for this particular round of grant funding, for the next round of grant funding, I should say. All right, guys, that's the end of the interview with Dr. Rihanna. I really hope you guys enjoyed listening about technology apprenticeships, and I hope you reach out to Dr. Rihanna at these contacts. You can email at apprenticeship at broward.edu. You could call at 954-342-6072, or you could visit the website broward.edu slash apprenticeship. If you guys want to hear about a specific job or just want to hear more in general, I have a Google form where I have a few jobs that are already pre-listed that you guys could rank and also a suggestion box so that you guys could put your own opinions about the show. And that's on the Brace Cadets Instagram, and it's in the link in the bio. If you enjoyed this cruise stop, I hope you continue listening in the following weeks where I talk about more careers on Career Cruise.